I am so excited to have Jen Paskey J. Quinn join me on the podcast today. Not only is Jen my very first guest on the podcast, but this woman made history this year. Jen was the very first women's physique competitor in a wheelchair to grace the Arnold stage with her presence. I'm excited to hear more about Jen's journey. Let's get started. All right, Jen. So, guys, I have Jen Paskey Jacquin with me today, and I am so excited. You are such a badass. You are beautiful inside and out. You are a fit chick, a mom, and determined to be the very best version of Jen. I always ask myself, what in the world is this woman going to end up doing next? So, You are amazing, and um, I'm very excited to talk about your experience at the Arnold's. Uh, We were there for the first time together this year, and it was an awesome experience, I know, for the both of us, but you, my friend, were the very first woman in a wheelchair to grace the Arnold stage at the 2019 Arnold's Classic. I was. It was it was pretty surreal too. It was definitely a dream come true. I can't even I can't even imagine how you felt when you got the call saying we want you to be a part of this huge event. I thought I had I got a Skype call or I got a um Facebook Messenger and it was like at two in the morning and I thought it was a prank. <laughs> and they're like, we want you. And I was like, and it was probably three months after I had done or after I won nationals in 2018 Mm -hmm. and Nick Scott had reached out to me. Um, you met Nick Scott at the Arnold. Amazing. And he said, now this is, this is in the works, but that's kind of why I kept it kind of shallow for a while, but this is in the works. But if I can get you approved, would you want to be the first woman at the Arnold stage? And I'm like, yes. (laughs) So months went on, months went on. And I, I knew in my head I was going to do it, but I didn't want to announce anything about it. Um, just in case I couldn't. And then in January, I got the call saying you're approved, got the letter of approval. So I don't even know how you kept that secret to yourself. I bet you were just on pins and needles. I can't wait to hear more about your experience, but let's start from the beginning. So how did Jen even fall in love with fitness? I think that you told me one time that you were you fell in love with fitness at a pretty young age. So when did it all start for you? It's not really um, – it's more working out. I. I probably, I mean, I liked it ever since I watched my dad work out. And that was as a young child, he would go to Valley Total Fitness. And I always asked him and told him if I could have my first job there. And so I wouldn't have to keep watching him if I could just do it. And then, so he took me there when I was 16. And that was my birthday present. Ha ha, it's to get a job. But that's what I wanted. Um and then from there on, it really just escalated. I mean, I didn't work out when I started, but I, I watched people and I read about it and 
I bought these supplement books, which I still have my very first one today that I bought when I was like 18. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And I was, I just studied it. I studied like fast twitch muscle twitch, fast twitch and slow twitch muscles. And I studied like every muscle group in your body and how they react with each other and what supplements react with it. So it was more like learning it before doing it. And I just became like mesmerized about it. That's so important that you, you learned about it before you started doing it, because I think that that affects so many of us today as we just jump right in to working out and we overtrain and get hurt. So I'm sure that that was, very helpful that you just immersed yourself um, in the in the industry and in the in the sport, but in fitness altogether, and just immersed yourself in learning about it first. Um, so you have young kids now too, just like me. Do they work out with you, or do they look at you um, as the strong mom? What do you guys do together? <laughs> well, I have a fourteen-year-old and eleven-year-old, so they're not super young. Um, my 14-year-old is very active. She's um, been in dance and cheerleading, uh, and she's also was in karate from ages three to eight. She got up to her brown belt, but then she stopped to do dance. Oh, so wow. she's been really active. And then Amelia, my younger daughter, she's she goes to the gym with me, and she wants to mimic me. She She's really super athletic as well. Um, she has a commitment problem, though. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so don't we all at some point? Don't we all? <laughs> can't quite decide what she wants, but she's very, very, very athletic. My little guy works out with us in the gym sometimes too. And then my youngest one, she'll put on my workout gloves and lift the tiny dumbbells with me and try to mimic what I'm doing. It's, it's really neat to watch them fall in love with fitness too. And they just have fun with it, you know, where we're in there, we have like a goal in our head, we're trying to get this many reps in and they're just in there having fun with it. But doing their jumping jacks and being active, I just, I love it. And I hope that they're watching me and they do the same thing in life later on, just learn to appreciate fitness and nutrition and treat their bodies right, you know? I know my kids are on the nutrition path. I mean, they love candy just like their mommy. I I kid you wrong. When I'm not in prep like I'm not right now, Mm -hmm. I treat every day. But but Amelia, she's funny yesterday. Yesterday, as a matter of fact, she said, these Hershey Kisses are good for you, mommy. They have six grams of protein per (gasps) serving. And I'm like, well, how much (laughs) sugar do they have? That's awesome. I know we're trying to teach the kids about – um, dye and dye and candy. And so they go around and they're reading labels in the grocery store. And then um, they come home and they're like, we got this Twizzler at school today and we didn't eat it. So we want to trade it in and go to Whole Foods. And then they talk me into going to Whole Foods and buying them a bag of cookies because they turned down one Twizzler. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm still <sighs> giving them the sugar just because I'm not giving them the dye. But you know, one step at a time, one step right. at a time. Yep. All right. So Jen, I should share with everyone that you and I did a show together back in 2018, um, the amazing show, the Be Amazing Showcase. And that was a pretty neat show, right? Not your typical show, but Kathy Savage and Syl Thompson, they created a 
pretty revolutionary experience by celebrating transformation, healthy role models, women empowerment, and um, it was neat because the women dressed up in athletic gear for the tea walk and then put on evening gowns and their story played in the background. And, and some stories were, I mean, they were really big obstacles. Women were overcoming anorexia, cancer, divorce, and it was just inspiring to see how these people completely transformed their life. It was. And, and another really amazing benefit or um, uh, aspect that I enjoyed from that show was the fact that going in there, you did not feel any sort of competition. It was just everybody was cheering each other on. And, and that, it's the same way like that at NPC, but you still feel that that little bit of, like you want to be the best but at that be amazing showcase it was nothing but honoring everybody so it it was it was pretty amazing it was great and I still keep in touch with uh, a lot of the women who did that show do you Uh, yeah I'm Facebook friends with them yep same here I love watching what everyone's doing um with their lives now and and what they're competing in now and you know that brings me to a different topic so I competed, I'm a rookie competitor, but I competed in the WNBF and now I'm crossing over to the NPC and, you know, I had, I I didn't know what to expect when, um, I took that step into the NPC and yes, it is very, very competitive, but everyone has been so open and nice and helpful and just kind of pushed you in the right direction and, I haven't ran into any cattiness yet or anything like that. I've been very impressed with this organization. Oh, no. I And I agree with you 100%. I, I definitely agree. Even being in a wheelchair and, I mean, everybody d- does a double take on me. It's just to be expected. I don't know if it's because I'm in a wheelchair or because I'm in a wheelchair and fit. But people are always wanting to help me, and they're so courteous and – I mean, yes, it is. I've, I've found nothing but grace going yes. to these competitions. I completely agree. You know, it was funny walking around with you at the Arnold's because, yes, um, you're in a wheelchair, you're beautiful, but your damn muscles, your back, your, your arms, it's like everybody's taking a double take. I felt like I was walking around with some celebrities. So <laughs> how in the world did you get stage ready for that event? Because... You were, your arms, your back. I mean, you were ready. How did you do it? It's discipline, but I mean, it's meal prepping just as we all do. I, I do everything by myself. I, I, it's really from reading and knowing what, what's in food. I don't count my macros like on a little clock or a phone or an app. Right. Um, I don't count my sugars I don't do any of that I I know it all in my head so I like I know an egg white has six grams of protein I know chicken has 20 grams of protein per four ounces so I just know it all in my head and then I'll calculate what I've eaten in my head and then I just do a guesstimate but there's sometimes I mean I'll admit I cheated four times during that prep and when I cheated I mean cheated like I had like five Reese cups but (laughs) but I felt stronger the next day, and I knew the next day after I ate those, I'd go in and just pound out. Because you know when you're on a carb-deficient diet, or 
high protein, not a lot of carbs, you tend to not have as much energy. But on those four cheat days that I had, and it wasn't cheat like all kinds of pizza and stuff. It was just my Reese cups. Um, I would go into the gym and just pound it out. But it's yeah. discipline. It's waking up on Sunday mornings and making my chicken, making my vegetables. Um, I cut out no, I had no fruit. Um, I would eat a protein bar every day, but it, it's just just consistency. You know, I did, I'm the same way. So I, I'm not, I'm not great at counting my macros. My coach outlines everything for me when it comes to um, my nutrition plan. Uh, so I know exactly what macros I'm supposed to take in and I do that. But sometimes I'm craving something so bad, just like you, the Reese cups is that chocolate, that peanut butter. Um, I crave peanut butter like it is my job. And if, if I just give in to that and go ahead and eat whatever I'm craving, whether it is those Reese cups or that half a jar of peanut butter, my coach might kill me if I, if he heard me say that, but <laughs> it, sometimes it fuels my fire to just get it out of my system yes. and go back in the gym the next day. And it's okay. I've put in all the work I've worked so hard that my body can adjust. Um, but I mean, I know that's not exactly what we're supposed to be doing, but it does help me sometimes to just give in to those cravings and move on the next day. 100% agree. I mean, we live once and we work out so hard. So I'm completely with you. 100% with you. So you, speaking of coaching, so, um, clearly you're meal prepping yourself. Uh, you I'm assuming you create your own workouts, right? Um, I do. Posing. Do you work with any coaches? Um, Seal helped me a little bit uh, on my routine, but this is, I'm going to spill the beans right here. The (laughs) night before the Arnold, I was not happy with my routine because Mm -hmm. I, I just wasn't, to me, it was more dancey than it was. Um, showing off muscles. Okay. So I went down in the gym with um, Doc Wheeler. He's one of those famous muscle guys that was I met at the Arnold that he will leave, leave a standing impression on me. Um, and he went down to the gym with me at like 7 o'clock on Friday night. And I said, I need to learn a routine for tomorrow, for the show, by tomorrow. And he said, okay, let's do it. And I literally learned that routine in one night, like two hours, three hours. Well, you definitely didn't look like it. (laughs) It looked like you had been preparing for a very long time. And that's what I'm talking about. See, this guy worked with you and just helped you. I just think everyone's so helpful. See, the thing, though, is, is if you know how to flex in you, you know how to pose, it's just doing it so I knew how to flex all the muscles and I knew I knew like how to do it I just needed to put them in place so as long as I could put it in place I was fine yeah well you looked fantastic out there um so there had to be a few people that made a lasting impression on you uh him being one um or were there any others who you met at the Arnold's that you will just stay connected with and made an impression on you. Oh my gosh. I met, <laughs> I met so many people. 
so many people and I'm bad with names, but um, I met like probably every Mr. Olympia that there was. Wow. Um, I met Arnold Schwarzenegger himself and that was pretty amazing. Um, I got my picture taken with him and I also met Dana Lynn Bailey, which she's one of my biggest role models um, in fitness. And I was going to ask you, just knowing that you met Schwarzenegger himself, um, how in the world? I mean, was he huge? Was he super sweet? How was his accent? Like, what did you think when he walked in? Was your heart pounding? Um, well, I was in a room full of people, so it, it, I was already filled with adrenaline just from being at the Arnold. I don't think my adrenaline stopped from the time I was there until the time I left. So it was just added. But hearing him, yes, his accent is just how you expect it to be, <laughs> just how you expect it to be. And he is super, super kind and just pure kindness. I'm so glad that you got to meet him. And that's so neat that you um, were able to get your picture taken with him. I want everyone to have the chance to follow you on Instagram. So before we shut down, let's definitely tell everyone where they can follow you. But tell me before we do that, what in the world is next for you? Um, what are you going to do? I mean, I think, I swear, I think you could write a book. I think that you could coach a team of women athletes and in wheelchairs that want to do what you're doing because anybody can do anything they put their mind to. And you are a testament to that. So what is next for you? Um, well, hopefully the Olympia in 2019. Nice girl. Nice. That is, that is awesome. So what do you do? What do you have to do to get there? I, uh, I just have to prepare myself, train. Right now I'm in my off season, so I am enjoying my life a little bit. Um, yeah. But it, it's a mental game. And it's, the working out is the easy part, and you know that. It's, it's the putting your mind and focus to it. Um, and all the little things, getting your suit, which I'm so honored to have CJ provide me with those suits um you know cj correct yes she's yes. backstage at a lot of the events yes she, i was gonna ask you where your suit was from it was so pretty CJ she's so helpful backstage too by the way it's like if you need anything at all yes she'll do it i mean she she'll help you if something pops on your suit or you yes. need some more butt paste here or there she's great she really is but it's all the preparing it's finding the outfit and getting the hotel room and doing this and all the little things that you need for a show besides booking a hotel and working out. So it's right. It's all those things. It's a lot of time. It is a lot of time. I mean, I spent, you know, I'm, I'm crazy. I decided to cross over to the NPC and the first show I wanted to do was the Arnold's and it didn't matter what anyone said. I was going to do it. And I had yeah. a, I found out, um, the, I thought the Arnold's was at a later date for some reason. I don't know. And found out and I had eight weeks to go and threw myself into it, which was a bit crazy, but I wouldn't change that. And I'll go into that on another podcast. But, um, 
I spent two and a half hours in the gym and I have a family of, of, of five kids around here and I work a professional business job too. So it's a lot of time and girl, the mental strain yes. um, is, yes, is, is, we, we'll talk about that on another one too. I could go on and on and on, but yeah, it's a lot of time, but um, I know that if you set your goal that you will be on that stage that uh, I have no doubt whatsoever. I hope so. You will. I know it. And then last but not least, what is your advice that you would give competitors that think they cannot compete because of some sort of challenging circumstance? My advice would be to just try your best um, to don't look at it like you're competing against everybody, but look at it as you're competing against yourself and just better yourself every day. Um, one step at a time. Very good advice. You versus you, right? That's correct. All right, Jen. Well, you know, my mission for this podcast is to share knowledge through others in the sport that have been there, done that and learned something along the way. You're amazing. You have done something no other woman has done before at the largest multi-sport event in the entire world. So uh, kudos to you. When I look at you, you are, I see such a strong, badass woman. And um, please tell everyone where they can follow you on Instagram, Jen. Okay. my Yes, my Instagram is Jen, J-E-N dot Paskey. P-A-S-K-Y dot Jaquin, J-A-Q-U-I-N. Thank you so much for being a part of this. And you know I'm going to have you on numerous podcasts because I love talking to you. So thank you for being my guinea pig and being my very, very first guest. And let's do many more of these. Yes, ma'am. All right. Thank you so much. And I look forward to sharing your story with everyone listening. Thanks, Jen. All right. Bye. Bye.